Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it all the way to episode 238. Top of the evening to you, Michael. Top of the evening. Evening. Up. <laughs> uh, I was just, uh, Okay, okay, cool. I, uh... I just... I wanted to make sure that I posted a, a nice little preview okay. of us recording today. Okay. Yeah, okay, so I did that in the Slack. Okay, yeah, you cool. did. You posted a photo. I, th- <laughs> I thought you were having... I thought you like just forgot where you were. You're like, oh, I I thought I thought I was ordering a pizza. It's like, no, you're recording <laughs> a podcast with your worst half and two book wash knobbery. That does yes. happen. That 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 does happen. If I could usually count the usually of- <laughs> not on a Monday, but but that does happen. Yeah. This is nostalgic. We're recording on a weekday evening. Normally we don't do that. You record on the weekends, but circumstances provided forced us to record on a weekday so we're coming at you or so it's late for me it's fine for you it's 7 p.m right now for me i'm sorry that's fine dude i'd rather or I'd rather hang out with you than eat dinner and look at the wall or whatever i'm supposed to do with seven you know what i mean like fuck it man this is awesome but this is going to be a ton of fun hello to all of you in podcast world um you made it episode 238 uh, michael and i were trying to figure out what to talk about and it occurred to us and someone one of the TBWS historians out there can tell us if we're totally wrong. I don't think we've ever done an episode where we just talked about in-house movements. Do you do you think that somebody on their LinkedIn has TBWS historian? Uh, they better now. Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> better get this shit on there right fucking now. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but yeah, so the idea behind this, so episode 238, Mike and Kaz... We're talking in-house movements because I think, in all honesty, just when we started to get into watches, or at least when I started to get into watches, you went to watches way before me. So, like 2015, 14-ish or whatever, the concept yeah. of an in-house movement was like, oh, shit, they mean business. Those motherfuckers mean business. And it was like a big deal, and it could command you could command more for your watch if you did an in-house movement. And I think over the course of the past, fuck, I don't know, seven or eight years, God in heaven, it's been a long time. 2014, eight, eight years. Over the course of the past eight years, at least for me in my perspective, there's been a shift. I kind of turn off if it says, oh, and you know, we're proud to say this has an in-house movement. I'm like, change the channel, click. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like the idea of an in-house movement, or at least the perception of it for me as a consumer in regards to a value prop, has kind of changed. And so that's what we just want to talk about at a high level. In-house movements, what they are, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, maybe how our, our tastes have changed, maybe get into some specificities, because I know you have a very funny history of struggling recently with in-house movements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you you talk about in-house movements, but like really, I, I don't have much more experienced than you do because I, uh, you know, I think when I really started to learn about in-house movements or whatever, it really was with the, the seven S two six. And that, that is like what the SNKs that we both had early on in 2014. I still have mine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's when I was like, Oh, like this is in-house. This is vertically integrated, whatever that means. And, uh, Yeah, it it does. It really does. This is just like Rolex. Uh, so, I I mean I I think um, you know early on the the whole in house thing wasn't really all that uh, 
spectacular if you think about it. But um, it's funny when you say seven s two six, I don't immediately think of that as an in-house movement, but obviously it is. Yeah, yeah, it 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 really <laughs> is. The seven s two six. I mean, I guess we can talk about it later, but it's just it is kind of like in-house without the in-house marketing. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's what we have to kind of like pick apart. Uh, because yeah. Seiko doesn't give a fuck. Like they're just like, this is the seven S two six, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm super stoked to get into it, but before that, we have to honor tradition. We don't have a lot on the show. We have to honor tradition. Michael, would you like to do an historic wrist check with me for the two hundred thirty eighth motherfucking time? <clears throat> yeah. We can do that. And you're like, yeah, sure, whatever. That's, that's, no, that's no, we can't. <laughs> One day you're going to say no and hang up, and then that'll be the last time we talk, and I'll have to pick up the pieces <laughs> on my own. And I'll, But my favorite part about the scenario is I'll still post the episode. But it'll just be my track by myself. Oh, man. Like, it'll be like, hey, Mike, <laughs> that is funny. It'll be like probably about 10 minutes of that. Just one track? And just one without, track. Without the edits? Because you'll, you'll have left me. I won't be able to get your track. It'll just be me masturbating into the mirror to the sound of my own voice, which is like a normal thing. Would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? Uh, that's a good album title. <laughs> me masturbating into the mirror. Listening to my own voice by myself. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Let's do it. You should probably go first. What are you wearing today? I'm wearing a watch that does not have an in-house movement. Controversial. And, and it's it's kind of nice and refreshing uh, because back when we did engage in Instagram, I posted something where, you know, some people got really contentious about this, but it is the uh, it is the Bremont S302 GMT Diver. I still have this. I promise. I pr- Nick. If you're listening... <laughs> He's been trying. He's been trying to give it back. <laughs> Mr. Mr.'s Bremont. I promise I'm going to review this soon. Monsieur's um, Bremont's is... This. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the Bremont S302. It's a, it's a dive watch. It's the S302. It's so, so sexy. And um, this thing has the, you know... Not an in-house movement, but it is the equivalent of like some kind of ETA GMT. It's, like, a, mo- uh, it's a modified ETA or ETA, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's like really nicely decorated, um, but it's um, you know no display back on this watch, so I can't really tell you. Mm-hmm. But overall, it functions really, really well as a uh, as a what do you what do you say like a, a collar GMT. Sure. So it, it doesn't jump with each time zone if I'm like jet setting or all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it's you know totally solid. If if I want to keep a keep track of a second time zone and uh, and I don't lose the function of a uh, elapsed time dive bezel. But do you think little Mike five years ago would say if you were just like casually? Like, yeah, this guy, this guy, I'm wearing a Braemon now. This is who I am. I'm a Braemon person. Mike, little Mike. What did little Mike say? Little five or six uh, years ago. Or however long ago it was when you and I started kind of originally gushing, gushing for Braemon. Little Mike would say, you're retarded. 
and you're never going to be successful in the watch industry and you're not cool because uh, you're wearing some generic watch that is not super awesome and in-house and <laughs> uh, you aren't doing the super cool vlogging videos on YouTube and uh, I don't think you'd like vlogging. No, I don't think no. you'd. Re- I don't think you'd like it at all. No, I, I, I that that is, uh, to be fair, that that is still what little Mike tells me. Today. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke, and I was gonna say, not yesterday, Mike. I said little Mike from five years ago. Or, <laughs> but I decided not to say it, but I just said it anyway, so it's it's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think we were quite vicious to ourselves when we were younger. Yeah. I would certainly say little Kaz would certainly say that Big Kaz sold the fuck out. Mm. Walking around with a Grand Seiko. But you know what's funny? I I really do still like the Bremont, uh, the first edition. Uh, so the Ben Saunders watch, the first one that they did was the Terra Nova. Yeah. But it's huge. It's mm-hmm. like forty four, but titanium, and that thing is really cool. And I think it's it's kind of like the same movement that they did. Where where were we? Where we were hanging out in a Braemont boutique with the Notice dudes? Were we with the Notice dudes? Where was that? Was it Hong Kong? It was Hong Kong. Yeah. I when want, the world did not suck. When the world yeah. did not. I mean, or at least it sucked differently back then. I guess I should say differently. Um, yes. I've been in a bunch of boutiques. I've been in a bunch of ads. I think that Braemont boutique in Hong Kong. Might have been the coolest boutique I'd ever been in. It was awesome in there. It was very nice. I just I, wanted to I, hang out. I felt like Heidi Klum was going to just like come down like the second story. Like in a sheer silver dress. Any second. That's all Any I just second. wait for. <laughs> Any second. But it, it was gonna, just guys. Was, just guys talking to me about watches. This is, this is six or seven cool dudes just talking to each other about watches. That's... <laughs> It was also very nice. It, it, it is. It is a very, very sexy boutique. Yeah. I'll, gi- I'll give him that. Yeah, has like a very masculine rec room vibe. Yeah, they have like old like navy clocks or like it's like all kinds of old aviation paraphernalia. There's like a bar. There's like a little tiny bar on the second like sort of yeah. mezzanine area. Like it, it was. It was cool in there. It was cool in there, man. Yeah, and that makes me feel awesome while I wear this uh, Bremont S three hundred two. Right. Uh, if guys, if you want it back, let me know. But fly Michael to Hong Kong, and then meet him in Hong Kong, and then he'll be happy to. I've sent. Happy to give you the I've watch. sent several emails. <laughs> what's the, what's the polite thing? Three, three. Have you well, said- I'm way, I'm way past three. All right, you're good. You're good. So you're good. You know what? I'm just gonna keep. On, I'm gonna keep on wearing it. I'm gonna keep on uh, talking about it on the podcast. It's really cool, you know. Uh, it, Fair. you know. So I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the tutor anymore. The uh, the BBGMT. BBGMT, right? Yeah, and we can we can kind of come back to this watch versus that watch when we start talking about in house and like, you know, whatever. But um, I kind of like this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I feel like that has more personality or at least it feels more special to wear something like that than it would Tudor Black Bay. 
GMT. And I, so, so I have this watch. So I have it on a uh, Tornek Rayville single pass nylon strap, Ooh. which is so good. Very chic. That's very such cool. A nice, such a nice combo. Yeah. I didn't realize they had it on there. Okay. Next time we hang out, I want to see it. You got to bring it, man. Hey, are we are we going to New York about this? I think I'd like to try to make it happen. Yeah. Should we just let that, we just leave that out there? Michael and I are trying to make it to New York for um, like a little bit of wind up and then honestly just kind of hanging out. Um, yeah. So <laughs> if you're a TBWS fan, you know, keep your ears out. We might be in New York uh, October-ish. Um, I think it would be nice. I do miss you. I miss you. I don't yeah, miss anyone else except you. I would poke my head in there for about half an hour, honestly. What if we just stood in the front and took a wrist shot and then just left? Be like, yeah, that's our coverage. That's our that's our wind up coverage for 2022. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's so that, bad. That'd be like, cool, right? Dude, have have you been on YouTube lately? Just and, and have you seen like the landscape of watch content creators it's, recently? Yeah, it's just funny. Okay, so I I don't know where you're going, but I uh, there are a ton of watch video content creators, and the quality of everything they're doing is so high, it's almost meaningless. Like it's almost just numbing. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it does. And I'm just like, I'm not like, I don't care because it's so high quality. And I want to sound a little too fucking punk rock for my own good. It's so high quality. I just, just, it just doesn't feel authentic to me. I just can't connect with it. I recognize something's produced really well and this is all beautiful, beautifully done, but it just doesn't feel like, um, I have such low self-esteem that when I watch a YouTube video, I want to feel like I'm hanging out with someone. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm hanging out with someone. If the video is super high quality, that might just be a psychological defect on my part and less so much commentary on YouTube video qualities these days, but that's how I feel. What, what were you going to say? I feel like I might have derailed everything. They're, they're so good. They're so good. I can't like, I feel like I, um, I don't really care to keep up with most of it. Like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I almost, lo- I almost look for channels that are less about, production quality and more about the uh i guess kind of the the substance of watch reviews or whatever so like i mean we talk about random rob a lot Mm -hmm. and uh you know he's kind of like he's been steadfast in the way that that he produces videos and um you know we talk about just watches and i was gonna say uh, i i I love what just watches does not just because he's been on the show and i think he's fantastic and wonderfully handsome but just because the video i do feel yeah. a sense of I'm not dis, I'm not I'm not removed from the from the content because of overproduction. Yeah, like it's a really authentic review, and everyone should go and subscribe to Just Watches on YouTube. Yeah, just put that out there. Just put that out there. <laughs> so I don't try to keep up with videos. I'll like if I'm looking for someone's thoughts on a watch, like then I'll go and click, but like. Any of the big ones, I just try to avoid. I try to find someone's video, like, um, I love the YouTube videos that are people that clearly just opened, like, the Amazon box, and they're filming it on their phones, and they're like, okay, yo, check it. So, like, this is the this is the Movado, right? It's, uh, it's good. 
you know it's on my wrist it's you know it's nice and <laughs> it's shiny i like the box i like the packaging it came in um and yeah you know i'm all about it you know peace and the video ends i'm like that's a fine review that was fantastic like do you think do you think if we went to new york uh around like the wind up time we could set up a uh kind of like a dinner for folks i i think that would be nice like for for patrons and all that kind of stuff but um what if we what if we did the whole like sign flipping thing where we where you and i like stand on a <laughs> what the hell is this you mean like a sign twirler like a like a corner like the t-mobile guys with the signs and they twirl them yeah. around yeah so you you take like a three-hour shift and i i take a three-hour shift and by dinner time we have you know some folks there and yeah, or shifts. Michael, I'm going to be fucking transparent with you. I get tired going to get my mail, man. <laughs> I don't know if I could twirl a sign for three fucking hours. I I think that would be kind of cooler than wind-up, if you ask me. I didn't say it was going to be cooler than wind-up. I, <laughs> I implied I didn't have the physical constitution to fulfill the coolness. Um, maybe if we hired someone to play me? What, could we hire someone? <laughs> Find... Just one, just one block down. <laughs> yeah, just can we find someone to play? Me? Oh man, <laughs> no, that's I'll, uh, I'll pay for that. That's fine. Just you know, or I'll do it for like a minute, and they can do it for the other, you know, two hours and fifty nine minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, let's figure it out. We'll try to be in New York. Sorry, what are you wearing? <laughs> I totally forgot we were doing a wrist check. I thought you were just getting risque with me, but no, we're doing we're doing a wrist check. We're just sipping wine in the evening, asking each other what we're wearing. Are you sipping wine? No, I'm drinking water like a fucking idiot. Okay. All right, talk about water and shit. I have oh, I have wine. Oh man. Hey babe, we can both do that if you. Becky. <laughs> she can't hear me. I'm just gonna text her. Bring me wine. Let me just text my tired wife, bring me wine. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Can you bring me wine? Ready, have a cup? Let's test my marriage. <clears throat> I'll be drinking wine uh, hopefully in a few minutes. Cool. Oh, what am I wearing? Michael, are you ready to have your mother-humping mind fucking blown? I am. Always. I'm wearing a Michael Kors Lexington Quartz Cartograph. In the true spirit of TBWS, I'm reviewing it. We're going through a series of reviews on the site, and I'll talk about them in a second. I'm specifically trying to review watches for twobrokewatchnobs.com that... Other watch websites or other <clears throat> watch journalism sites of, 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 of positive repute would never touch. Like shit watch nerds would rather, would rather slit their fucking throat than wear. So does this have like a, a fluted, be- fluted bezel? It does. I, I, I posted okay. a photo on the Slack. So it's basically, it's basically um, a vintage E date oh, just format with this, with this Jubilee bracelet, except it's a chronograph. And it is... Fucking gigantic! It's forty. How big is that? Forty-four millimeters. Oh, yes. Where's my? Where my? Hold on. Where my? Where my caliber? The uh, it did. Sorry, my wife hates when I do that. The 
<laughs> she hates my dude. Oh my god, the lug to lug is 53.5 millimeters, lug to lug. Mm. 44 millimeter diameter, and we're probably not very tall. We're eh, 12 meters, 12 millimeters tall. Uh huh. So that's what I'm wearing right now. It came in the other day. I'm going to be wearing it for a few days, and I'll be getting the review up by the end of this week. Ah, you got my text. I forgot we had an open bottle. I got. I got wine. You can just leave the bottle if you want. I have to, I have to chug this water. No, bitch, I want wine first. Wait, no, no, come back. Let me chug. Let me chug in front of everyone. Bitch, I want wine first. Okay, wine me. <laughs> in your God. coffee cup from breakfast. Yeah, I'm putting wine in my coffee cup from my breakfast this morning. I just use one cup throughout the day. That is a lot of wine. You're fine. It's trying to get me drunk to take advantage of me, Michael. That's so true. true. <laughs> Michael goes, so true. <laughs> Thank you, babe. I'm sorry I had the text. I tried yelling for you, but you didn't. But I I don't know if you could hear me. Nope, not at all. All right, cool. I'm going to get back to I'm, it. I'm watching a live stream. I had a cat in my lap, and she wasn't letting me. Cats. All right, I'm going to get back to it. I'm so sorry. I'm back. Whew. Drinking some chilled Rioja. I love Rioja. I like spicy wines. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I miss I miss the last time that we went out to that. Uh, we went to Ale and Compass and got a very nice bottle of something. Becky and I were just talking about it, actually. Uh, that was so fun. Yeah. I tell you, we got to hang so out more, dude. I really think, regardless of what the world tells us, that we would make really good friends. <laughs> I think we can make them work, man. Baby, give me a chance. Is all I'm oh, saying. man. Ugh. Has baby give me a chance ever worked? You think? <laughs> you think? Baby, give me a chance. Ugh, no. Get off my front step. Um, I'm wearing I the was, Michael. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Fucking whatever. What were you going to say? Uh, no, I was. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Uh, no. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I just subscribed to a, uh, a new Twitter account. Let's see. That reminds me. It's called uh, Incel Pickup Lines, and oh, you, you just man. you just reminded me of that. That's so, so good. Yeah. So this <laughs> one that I saw. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna read this. Read it. Are you are you from Mississippi? Cause you're the only Miss whose piss I'd sippy. <laughs> oh, I'm about to drink some wine, dude. That's fantastic. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm sure my pastor's going to hear this episode. That's great. Sorry, pastor. What's, uh, no, no, don't tell me your pastor's name. He probably is. <laughs> they probably don't want that shit out there on, on the internet. Oh, that's uh, funny. But yeah, I'm wearing a Michael Kors Lexington chronograph. I'm reviewing it. I think I'm into this watch for, um, I don't know, like 180 bucks. The, the, yeah, that's the other thing. I'm not getting any of these watches I'm reviewing from like, brand reps or whatever. I'm either buying them the same way regular fucking humans do or I'm getting them loaned to me by like someone in the TBWS community, um, which I'll talk about in a moment. But yeah, you know, for like 150, 180 bucks, I'm not mad at the watch. It definitely photographs very well. Like I don't, it's really good. I don't like, I, I don't like the way this watch looks. It's very shiny, but this rose gold detailing. So it's two tone with gunmetal and rose gold. 
this rose gold detailing is actually very nice on my fucking like brown skin my my very controversial to be brown skin i think it looks nice on me just in regards to my orological taste i don't like the watch it's fucking gigantic and it's just it's just weird but my wife loves it she loves this watch she loves it on me and i'm just like babe when i'm done it's yours She's like, yeah, would, like, yeah. That would she wear it? That that's oh, what I'm yeah. gonna ask. Oh, she would. It's larger. Oh, yeah. she yeah. She likes larger watches. She would fucking crush this thing, dude. She would totally wear this shit all the time. She would love. Nice. So like, it's going to a good home. Not gonna go into a wood chipper like that Ventura. Cool. No. So that's for a while. I'm wearing that right now. We wear it for a couple of days, and then the write up should be up. Uh, uh, towards the end of this week, so look forward on t on twobrokewashtimes.com, maybe around the 15th or 16th of uh, of July, I think, or I may have to push it. Let's see what happens, but yeah, but yeah, that's 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 what I'm wearing right now. It's actually a chronograph. Have you talked about that review, by the way, the Ventura one? We can we can we can slide into housekeeping. Okay, I'm just let's, wondering. Let's let's. I just... can't. It's it's been so long. It's so long. I think I mentioned it on one of the guest episodes I had done either with Jason or Baird. Um, oh, okay. I think I mentioned I was doing it, but let's just slide into housekeeping. You should all go to twobookwashknobs.com. Um, we're basically posting, uh, we're posting stuff kind of all the time now, trying to get at least one thing of unique value on the site per week. So uh, right now on the site, excuse me as I burp <laughs> in front of thousands of people, sorry. Uh... We have this Vincero Watches review up there. Vincero Watches is one of those interesting brands, if you've never heard of them, that kind of started in the sort of heyday of micro-watch brands. There are still micro-watch brands around, obviously, but there was a period of time where, like, it was, like, the cool thing to do. To have, like, a micro-brand, Kickstarter brand, sorry. A micro-brand, Kickstarter brand. I don't know if I clarified that. It's a Kickstarter. Mm. Crowd-funded micro-brand. So they started that, but now they're selling, you know, um, through their own, like, e-com platform on their site and all that bullshit. And on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. So um, they're based on the West Coast, and they're based in San Diego, and they have this – their whole big thing is, like, uh, you know, like, oh, watches are for winners. Like, you know, you don't take no for an answer. Like, up your game with the Vincero and, like – Oh, by the way, we're sustainable. It's just like it's just a whole bunch of just like very weak, very weak-willed Facebook meme just buzzwords. You know what I mean? Um, do they do they have photos of men wearing like really tight business suits yes. with the, the loafers and no socks? It's pictures of men in business suits like checking the time in strange places. Oh. But then it'll also be them like white water rapid rafting or like on the top of a mountain or something. Yeah. From the beach to the, to the boardroom. Yeah. Oh, did you find that? Okay, good. I, yeah. I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. That's, I that's what I'm always it. looking for in a, in a micro brand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really I, I want to go, I want to go from the beach to the boardroom. I want to go from the beach I, to the boardroom. I can't figure out how to do that. I really just need some, well, Michael, you're in fucking luck. All you have to do is buy this motherfucking Ventura piece of shit, and you okay. too will have all the things that you probably want that won't really make you happy. You too mm. can have those things. I just hate it because, and I make this point in the review, they do the stupid, and not even just a Ventura, not even just Ventura, it's like lots of brands do this. Lots of brands position themselves as that missing something between where you are and where you want to be. And all you have to do 
to be happy or to figure out life's path for you is to buy their fucking product. Whether it's a fucking belt or a pair of shoes or a Wi-Fi vibrator or a fucking watch like this. Th maybe not the Wi-Fi vibrator. That might actually be the path to actually true happiness. But like maybe this watch will get you to where you want to go. It will be your secret sauce. And like I hate that because it never works. You can't you can't buy your you can't you can't buy yourself right. <laughs> now, thinking you ever buy, except maybe therapy, is gonna fix your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I hate it. I fucking hate it. Go read the review. I say lots of other things like that um, in the, in the review as well. Uh, what else is on here? I have a San Martin watches review on here. That is a really interesting brand. It's one of those. Um, I put them in the same kind of category as like Tiger Concept, where it's an homage brand. It's hardcore Asian, like like I think they're based in they're based in China, and it's one of those like watch you seek under the radar darlings, where it's just like oh I got I got a Submariner homage and it's fucking high quality and I only paid 140 bucks for it or something like that, you know what I mean? So got a Stan Martin's watch review up here, and I I finally Michael I finally got to spend time with the mundane stop to go. A proper mundane stop to go course, like with the movie. How long? In. How long have we been talking about that watch? That's that's so cool. So long. Huge shout out to Skip, um, TBWS Facebook moderator and just awesome member of our staff and just fan base extraordinaire. Huge shout out also GTS Derek, GTS Derek for the um, San Martin watch as well. But no, mm. the mundane stop to go. I really thought it was. I think I make this joke in the review on the site, tubeofwashingups.com. I always had the mundane stop to go in the same novelty part of my brain as those, like, nudie gas station pens. You know the pens where you, like, turn them upside down? Yeah. The person's clothes come off? Yeah. yeah. It's like a rite of passage on a road trip to buy. The, the second you see them, you have to buy them. The first boob I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I must tell no one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm putting this under my sink in the bathroom. No one's going to find it. I hope no one goes under the sink of my childhood bathroom now. <laughs> oh God, I gotta go clean house <laughs> next time I'm home. It's just a horde of like of like women's fashion magazines and like nudie pens. It's just like, what is all this? Masturbatory dragon's treasure <laughs> under this bathroom sink. Oh, what was I talking about? Yeah, so, but I was I was fantastic. I was fantastically impressed with the mundane stop to go. It's not just a quirky movement. It is a really finessed watch. Like, if if they come and go in availability, apparently it's not officially discontinued. But anytime they do actually get in stock, they sell out fast. So if you are interested in it, keep an eye on the site. Apparently, that's what I've been told. I have not been able to find any. I got this one from, like I mentioned. Um, Skip TBWS, awesome person extraordinaire. So, and I'm working on this Michael Kors piece next. And we have a Shinola review coming up, and um, we're working on some other fun things for the tubeofwashknobs.com site. Have you ever found <clears throat> a review of one of those nudie pens online? <laughs> no, I've never thought to look. How, how much can one say? I'm just trying to think because like the whole watch thing and the whole knife thing and the whole pen thing, they kind of, they kind of intersect often. And uh, <laughs> it's going to Google gas station I think, pen. Let's see what this takes. Me. I think that there's an opportunity for us to start review. 
<laughs> start reviewing nudie pens. All right, let me uh, see if I can find one. Uh, no, that's not what I want. I want the nudie pens, dude. Nude pen collectible floaties. Okay, yes, that sounds good. With the hula good. girl, yeah. It's kind of like the classic. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. I'm finding like... Pe- what What am I doing? How, I'm just looking up nude women pens on fucking eBay right now. That's part of that's part of our friendship. <laughs> that's just how it is. These are much higher quality than the nudie pens I grew up with. Some of these look really nice. Some of these are really yeah. nice. The nudie <laughs> pens I grew up with were like newspaper espresso shaky drawings. These are like I, proper photographs. Yeah. Yeah. We should we should kind of uh yeah, let's see if we can gotta find out, dude. We gotta research. Yeah, let's let's check the uh, the SEO the SEO value of uh, please don't make me. <laughs> so I'll, I'll look I'll look later. Don't make, don't make me do it on air. I'll see what I'm the keyword saying. research is on nudie gas station pets. Uh, I wonder if anyone's even so listening to this show anymore. <laughs> oh, some of these are dudes. Okay, all right. Okay, well, hey. I'm just saying. It'd be fun. Nude is as nude does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nude is nude, man. Some of these are dudes. I just want to put that out there. <sighs> Figure that out. Yeah, let's see. I think we have an opportunity. Yeah, go to watchsnaps.com. No, no nudie pen reviews yet, but it's in the cards. This is not a corny podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what this is a podcast of anymore. Ah, uh, that's fun though. But yeah, go check out the site for real. We got a lot of fun reviews up there. Keep an eye out for my Michael Kors review. Hey, actually, if there are any watches that folks are interested in hearing our thoughts and opinions on, shoot us up. Shoot us up. <laughs> shoot us a message on fucking uh, email is probably the best thing right now. Uh, tbws.contact at gmail.com. That email again is tbws.contact at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment in one of the other. Um, you know, reviews that we have up like, hey, great review. Why don't you check out the blah, blah, blah next? So I'm just going through the list. Eventually, I'm going to do a fossil watch um, as well. Uh, it's fun stuff. I don't know. Stuff that would just, I think, be kind of cool to actively talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other housekeeping items? No. We're good. I think we're good. You want to talk about in-house movements or nudie pens? Or, or is that even a question? <clears throat> I'm tempted to keep going on the on the nudie pens, but I know we have to get to get down to business. Probably, so we that, probably like, should get down to business. We can still be a watch podcast somehow. Yeah. So yeah, we can we can I, we can get to the movements. I think we're a friend podcast first and a watch podcast second. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. It's it's funny it's funny when we get featured on like a serious website like Gear Patrol or something, <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh, like I I couldn't sip on my Negroni while like listening to this and thinking it. about like watches." So that happened after the uh, New York Times plug, and then we got a couple of GQ mentions, and like that's true. After yeah. that, I noticed like every now and then being like, being like, oh, I really wanted to listen, but I just couldn't. I just, I just couldn't get past the cursing. It's like, okay, well, first of all, don't listen to the old episodes because mm. they're way worse. We we have good reviews now. 
Uh, I'm just looking at the the one, two, three. Yeah, the six latest ones are okay. Yeah. I made the mistake a while back of looking to boost my ego, and that was a fucking mistake. So I'm never looking at our reviews ever again. Maybe in, maybe in, a, in one more year, I'll go back and look. We had an anti-Mike review, by the way. Oh, that's right. You told me. Don't say bad things about Michael, guys. All right? Do We're it. better than that. Keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> this is Michael's fetish. Keep it coming. Keep all... <laughs> He needs this. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I love it because it's a five-star review and it says, Kaz is cool, but Michael is a bit corny. <laughs> what does he even mean? It's so nice. It's so nice. Why are you? I don't think you're corny. Uh, corny's good. Is corny's corny good? good? Is, it, is, yeah. Well, I guess dad dad jokes are corny. Yeah. You're, you're like dad joke cool. <sighs> Except when you call the entire watch fam cocksuckers. You remember that? Long time ago, Kaz. I know, but it's still really funny to think about sometimes. By the way, by the way, after all of that, on Nauman Watches, the uh, the Glycine mm-hmm. Airman Purist 36 is finally back in stock. <laughs> you too could own one. What a time to be alive. <laughs> remember when we were like frantically checking the glycine site for some sort of just some, something some kind of update a copyright update <laughs> I, still I, I still can't figure out what they're doing I don't know dude. honestly uh, you're selling watches I'm looking at the yeah. sales channel What's I am selling on? watches yeah What's, you're selling your Halios uh, yeah I am are you <clears> upset <throat> that I brought that up no. <laughs> Why are you selling your house? I thank you. I I I, I think that's a I I that tis a fine watch. I'm surprised to see you choosing to get rid of it. So do you want to know why? So I wore it to the wedding that I was just at. Okay. Um. Someone vomit on it. Hmm. So I'll I'll tell you why. I wore that watch to a wedding, and somebody said to me, "Hey, nice watch." And I was You're- like. Bleh. You're just too punk rock for your own good, dude. I am. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, it is. It's a really, really, really nice watch, but it's, it's almost nice like too, it's almost like too nice for me. I feel bad wearing it. So that's kind of like why I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Listen, as your lawyer, I would be negligent in my duty if I didn't say I think you might regret getting rid of it under those under that's the, the these circumstances yeah i can see that it's it's such a glitzy watch also i don't know if you're do you remember holding I, that watch I, I remember i don't know if glitzy is the right it plays with light a lot but it's not glitzy yes. as like shiny as like my fucking michael kors watch right now mm, maybe maybe i need to handle that michael kors well this thing rips out arm hair like no one's fucking business so unless you want to like just you know shave off a circle around your wrist i don't think you'd want to wear this oh <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah i'm selling that watch i'm selling a uh what else am i selling uh wmt marathon wmt I forgot you had that timex <laughs> that that timex was a mistake <laughs> what's wrong with it Any, anybody want it for free oh no <laughs> the relic Someone's going to, like, I don't know, put that on their, their shrine to you somewhere. I don't know. Maybe. Try to make some money off of it. Yeah. But, uh, 
The Halios you, is what surprises me. The Halios and the WMT. Yeah, the WMT is cool. It's it's just kind of like I have so many other watches that are just like the WMT, so I, I don't fair. think I need it anymore. So what's what's your core collection right now? What's staying? Uh, let's take a look. Let's open the box. Like moths fly out and shit when you open your box. <laughs> so we have the Speedmaster. <clears throat> right. Still broken? Or no, you fixed it. You fixed it. It's kind of broken. That's a long kind pause. Of not broken. Okay, yes. <laughs> kind of broken and kind of not broken. Sounds like just the kind spe- of broken. The Speedmaster works sometimes. Uh, <laughs> what can you do in 14 seconds? Die! Because my watch doesn't work. Don't don't take this watch on Apollo 13. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a really cool watch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so i have the speedmaster i have the <laughs> cwc okay i'm with you. i'm listening i'm with you man the 1983 is really cool <laughs> <laughs> i've got the doxa <laughs> okay i've got the I'm the panorama choking, choking on wine how's your panorama is your panorama okay panorama is great it's been the panorama I just want to go back to Italy. That's all I want. There it's, you go. Well, it's a memory yeah. watch. Every time you see it, you're going to remember. Yeah, that oh. is that is true. So I've got the Panerai. I've got the the Seiko, the SRP Triple Seven. Right. I've got a G Shock. The. Um... Oh, I remember we, we were talking about it recently. I can't remember which one, but yeah. It's like the the sixty. I don't know. It's not the square case, but the the other case. But mm-hmm. it's solar and atomic, so that's the one. And then I have the uh, the IWC, and that's my that's my core collection. That's solid. That's actually really solid. Please don't ever get rid of your dog stuff. No, that's that's not gonna happen. I won't even know who I am anymore. I think the podcast will end if I sell it. <laughs> the that. podcast will end. Just implode on itself. That's a solid the, collection. That's the cool. IWC is funny because I, I told you a story about the IWC yesterday. Let's talk about in-house movements because that's an in-house movement, isn't it? That's an in-house movement, apparently. Uh, it's an in-house column wheel chronograph movement, whatever any of that means. And yesterday I was trying to make a casserole, Kaz. Okay, very uh, good. With, with my super sporty, super expensive IWC chronograph. And apparently I did not hit the pusher as hard as I should have. Okay. So when I started to saute my peppers and onions, right. I, I did not time it appropriately because I did not hit the button as hard as I should have. So when I looked down at my watch <clears throat> to see how I was doing, the entire watch seized. So the chronograph was not running and the, you know, the running seconds were not running. So, um, one of the wheels probably slipped if you half pushed it. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> that's that's what I that's what I learned. Uh, What's because with I all don't... these mechanical chronographs failing you in your time of need? Correct. So the 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 Speedmaster barely works. I wear it sometimes, and I got this IWC like I don't know not long ago, and it kind of just like so. Just get quartz um, chronographs. That's what I do. Correct. 
we need to come back to the quartz chronograph, the uh, solar quartz chronograph. I'm a solar quartz chronograph slut. I'll take them all day, dude. Left, right, front, and center. I don't give a shit. Like, I love, I love quartz chronographs. My Christmas chrono is solar quartz for folks at home that don't know. Like, after my experience with the Polyot 3133, I'm just like, you know what? I don't think I want to fuck around with mechanical chronographs anymore. Let alone mechanical vintage chronographs. Just mechanical chronographs. So know? for a second, I kind of panicked. And I was just like, oh, like, did I break it? Do I right? have to, like, take it in or whatever? And, you know, if if that was the case, like, um, you know, it's, it's way more involved if it's an in-house movement. Uh, um. So... And, you know, I thought to myself, why didn't I just get like the regular pilot's chrono, which is still just like a 7750 from IWC. So I don't know. 7750 would be a lot easier for you to find someone to work on. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I guess with the in-house movements, you do have that element of stress still. Uh, in terms of servicing, I don't know how you feel about that, but um... oh yeah, well I remember I brought that up to someone. I brought that up to. I think I was in like a god. I think this was back when I was in Orlando. I, I think I was talking. I was in like a mayor's, and I was talking about Tudor or something. And then someone was saying like, "Oh yeah, and this is the new blah 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 with the in-house movement." And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I kind of prefer like I think we're talking about black bands. I'm like, I kind of will prefer, you know, when they had it with the Edda movements. Like obviously, you're like, I'm not gonna walk into a store and find that. I gotta buy it off some fucking idiot, like on the internet or something like that. And um, and, they, and the conversation was basically like, they were like, oh, you know, why? And I'm like, well, because like, it's just going to be a pain in the ass when you try to get an in-house movement serviced. And um, this rep, I don't know if they thought it was stupid or if maybe the reps just don't know any better, but they're uh, the sales rep, they're just like, oh, no, it's really easy. Anyone, you know, if they can work on an edit, they'll be able to figure out this movement. And I'm like, no, I don't think it works that way, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like I don't think it works like that. So like that, I, I I think there's a lot of confusion at the middle point from where people get the information from the brand. Yeah, brands say, "Oh, it'll be fine." Like any any watchmaker worth or worth worth their weight and I don't know fucking mustard uh, can work on this movement. And it's just like I'd rather someone know what they're doing. I'd rather someone know what they're doing on a movement than where they could do it like in their sleep. You know what I mean? I don't want them to figure it out as they go along on my fucking in-house four, six, seven, eight thousand dollar watch or whatever the fuck, you know? Are you a mustard guy? It depends. It I like spicy deli mustard in some applications because mm. the problem with mustard is it's very much the loud person in the elevator and it only works if you like that person you know what i mean like like sometimes i like the loud person i'm like oh yeah yeah that's tom tom's fucking hilarious they're like oh no it's fucking nick nick's a fucking creepy eyed idiot like i don't want to fucking hear from nick he doesn't brush his teeth you know what i mean like it depends Has, has anyone told you that you're the next anthony bourdain Mustard is the loud person in the elevator. That's that's great. That's the that's the only way I could describe it. It just depends if you like the person. Cause no matter what you're eating, if mustard's in it, you fucking know mustard's in it. 
There's no like, oh, what is that? What is that? It tastes like asshole and battery acid. What is it? Oh, oh, it's must. Like there's there's no mistaking mustard for mustard. Do you like mustard? I uh, Dijon and up. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. That's about it. I like honey mustard. Honey mustard's great. Honey mustard's fantastic. But is that is that is that mustard or no. is it honey? No, it's 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 honey mustard. If you like honey, you'll like honey mustard. If you don't like mustard, you probably won't like honey mustard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like they're 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 it's more honey than it is just mustard. So it just depends. I you know it, it, it just depends. It's not my it's not my go to. <clears throat> but I don't hate it like as much as I hate. I have to be in the mood for horseradish, and mm. I'm barely ever in the mood for horseradish. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that a bird? Is that a bird by you? I have lots of birds by me. What a, what a, be- what, what a beautiful song. What kind of bird is yeah. it? I, uh... <laughs> this show has it all. <laughs> I think I think those might be robins at this time of year. That's fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So in-house movements. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what we were talking about. Um, I know they go and watch us. Yeah. So, oh, that's what I was saying. Um, I think that's the main sort of impetus for potentially some of the issues here. The information in regards to your in-house movement, where you get it from, the brand. Whatever the brand says about servicing or uh, ease of getting parts in regards to an in-house movement, if you're thinking about getting one, fucking don't believe them. Or just maybe take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And know that if you do have an issue, it might be a bit of a production to get your watch checked out. So wait, what what are your options with your IWC? So I was going to say, we started this podcast, what, 2016? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, September, from, September 2016. Yeah, so from then, from then till now, uh, let's see, I have... Hmm, Three, four watches with what they call in-house movements, and I kind of regret it, honestly, because interesting. Some of them are starting to act up, uh, you know, at this point, and uh, I'm kind of anxious about what it means to service them. Yeah. Whereas, like, okay, so I have this um, other watch here. It's a the Tornick Ravel TR660 super cool watch like yeah. it's it's like a, a mil spec diver like the kind of thing that i like and it's just a seiko movement and yep. i'm never gonna have to worry about taking it somewhere to, to service it's it's not gonna cost you know five six hundred bucks like i, th- I actually I, I i did service the uh the speedmaster at one point i remember was, i think it was around like 600 bucks honestly so that's like that's like the cost of some some of the you know some of the divers that i've had i was gonna say it's probably the cost of your triple seven yeah yeah more for sure i was gonna say you're you're gonna have a couple hundred bucks left over for some sweet you know bracelets so (laughs) i i guess i when 
I'm wondering when it actually becomes worth it, really. I, I can't, Is I it can't worth tell. It? Well, here's the problem. I'm always immediately skeptical of anything that a brand or a business does to make something more valuable to the user. So the problem is when the second brands realized or certain brands realized they could charge more for an in-house movement, it was just about getting an in-house movement in there. The longevity of the movement, the reliability of the movement, and sort of what it looked like 5, 10, 15 years down the road for that person with that in-house movement probably Mm -hmm. wasn't on the radar. What was on the radar was in-house movement in time for the release of this, blah, 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 and we can make that deadline. When that's your main impetus, I am immediately like, okay, I'm just going to assume you don't know what's gonna what it's going to be like in five years. You can't speak to the reliability or what if you keep fucking iterating on in-house movements and in five or ten years, you don't even make the parts for the in-house movement anymore or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. That's the dark side of having to constantly feel like you have to one-up the ante on your product year over year to continue demanding a large amount of money for it at a certain point something becomes fucking obsolete really fast and <clears throat> i just don't know what that long-term outlook looks like so in my mind i'm almost so seiko 76 is a great example they did that because it was the most efficient way to get a reliable movement in that watch that they were in control of production of you know what i'm saying yeah it wasn't to make it in time for the new Basel release. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Like 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 ubiquity and ease of use and of and that whole sort of thought process went into like that was that was the driver for the movement. Like what the fuck mm. was the driver for the movement in the first wave of Black Bay in-house movements? Oh, it's cool. We could, you know what I mean? Like so, it's just. I, I'm almost at this point now where I'm just like, if I see something's in-house, I just kind of turn off. I'm like, ah, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I I think, I mean, the same goes for me a little bit, especially after being, uh, so also I own the uh, the Tudor, the Blackpay GMT. Yeah. And that was- That thing thing got fucked, right? That was a huge release when it came out. And- um, you know, shortly after everybody started to have those, like the whole like the date change yeah. issues. Uh, and that watch, I mean, I think back to how long ago that was, that, that must've been like, like four years ago that came out or something like that. And, um, mm. I, I didn't think that I would, I would have to deal with that, but I did. And, uh, you know, thankfully I, I, I purchased it from, from somebody that was, able to facilitate the uh the repair easily uh david sw and um oh fuck yeah that's awesome you know but but it's, it's kind of something annoying you know really that that i had to deal with uh and i you know again i i posted a photo of this um what was it this uh this bremont a while back when we we did used to do like instagram mm-hmm. and i think it was a photo of the bremont next to the tutor and it was one of those you know, low effort posts where it was just like, Oh, which one would you pick? And right. I think it was Adrian from Bark and Jack that said, uh, 
the one that doesn't have like the oh, movement, yeah. which will mal- malfunction. He <laughs> <laughs> told me about that. That's great. And I thought that I thought that was pretty telling. You know, it's it's yeah. it's it's really really true. Like I could this this Braymon is actually I think still more expensive than the than the Tudor, but um, well yeah, I, you know, I, I would also qualify Braymon as a boutique brand, whereas Tudor mm-hmm. is like a mass produced brand. So like you always pay more for boutique shit. I feel like yeah yeah, but but this boutique model for example has technically like an off off the shelf movement and i don't know like if this if this uh you know generic gmt movement ever acts up i can just you know take it to to anyone really that could sort of fix it so Mm -hmm. uh that's that's not the case with a a, you know a, a novel you know tutor movement that just came out like four years ago so it's just funny because that what you what you just mentioned the fact that oh this is more reliable or at least i'm i have a little more assurance with this because it's an off off the shelf movement the off the shelf movement is what people like about in-house movements because they feel like it's something special oh i'm more authentic of a watch collector because i didn't just buy something with a generic movement i bought something with like a special movement but i think people have to realize what's in your watch fucking matters (laughs) like on a functional part on a functional level let's talk about that because that's something that as i got into watch collecting i i almost forced myself to like i don't know about you because i i would read about brands saying like oh we established the tooling and the processes to make our own in-house movements this this and that and i i i kind of semi-masturbated over that thinking that it was the right thing to do as a watch collector thinking that it was cool but Mm -hmm. i can never i mean is it is it that big of a deal like well no you're you're eating now you're eating i'll tell you why i just said eating you're you're buying marketing i'll tell you a funny story i was at a town recently and i was with some people we were at a restaurant expensive restaurant blah 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 and the 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 waiter came by and he had a whole fucking Shakespearean monologue for everything on the menu and he got to the thing that I was looking at and he's like, like oh this is fantastic like it's it's raised from a cow that was that was pulled ushered down from Olympus and then they brought it and they fed it nothing but milk and hazelnuts for 15 years and they, they fed it compliments and they said nice things and then when it was time to go they put a blindfold over it and they slowly strangled it and he died peacefully and they take that and they, they use these beautiful, te- I'm exaggerating but like I'm trying to make a point, and we use these beautiful ingredients and they come from here and we hand mash them and then when the chef was done he slit his own child's throat and we put all this magical essence into your dish and that's what's in your dish I'm like oh fuck that sounds incredible like you just masturbated me with words I'll fucking have that and it was okay like it was like it was like eh you know what I mean the actual dish like it, it actually wasn't that great but the point uh-huh. is all that magical shit that they go out of their way to do with like the special type of beef and these special ingredients and like blah 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 it doesn't mean anything if what you're producing the actual thing isn't that great mm. like it's kind of fucking stupid like you're just selling your i i i i i ate marketing that's what i did <laughs> i think it's the same thing with the watch is like oh you know we you know the the we the use these special techniques and we have this special forging technique and we do this and these people are trained and blah blah yeah but if the watch is stupid like who cares 
Like, you yeah. shouldn't have to sell me on why your watch is good. I should have to look at the watch and then choose for myself if I like it. I don't need you to masturbate me with a soliloquy to get me to like your watch. You I guess know? it was it was kind of cool when the um, <clears throat> when the fifty eight came out, like the Tudor, the Black Bay fifty eight. So that was the same year that the uh, the GMT <sighs> came out. Yeah, and uh, visually, that's a beautiful watch. The, the BB fifty eight. I like the way. Yes, it looks. yes, and it was it was kind of like it was secondary to the uh, the news of the the GMT mm-hmm. um, because everyone was like, oh, like the you know it's an in house GMT, same as Rolex or like Tudors. Plus, plus more hands is more good and people yeah. like more good correct correct but um you know in that case i think the in-house movement was pretty cool because i think to this day that is the only movement that tudor makes for that kind of case so they slim down the case and then they adapted the movement to that kind of case so that's i guess maybe when you you mean the, 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 the bb58 yes yes yeah, that's cool yeah, so like you 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 propose a challenge when you when you bring bring the design forth and uh, you you kind of create the movement in house to to um, uh, overcome that challenge. That's cool. Uh, aren't they using that movement in the new Ranger? The new Ranger reissue. I don't know much about the Ranger, the the one that just came out. The, yeah. The, the, I don't know. Do you know much about it? I, I'm not sure. Pissed they did it because now the older Rangers are never going to be affordable. Really? You think so? Fucking idiots that ruin everything, Michael. <laughs> I think I think you can still get one. They're like, uh, we'll see. We'll we'll save that for another episode. But let me see the Tudor Ranger. Blah 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 blah. Uh, attractive men checking their wrists. Let me see. Blah blah blah. Nobody. Uh, so I I think a lot of people were flown to the UK for that release. Oh yeah, we. we the fuck was our get, invitation? Yeah, we didn't get one. Maybe we, maybe we need more nudie pen talk. Maybe all the Tudor <laughs> folks are are masturbating around a circle to nudie pen talks. Maybe if we just give them more of what they want. That's a new category on the website. Yeah. More nudie pen talk. More nudie pen talk. <laughs> it's the Tudor S, the Tudor caliber MT five four zero two. MT five four zero two. See, caliber corner. Where are you? Or watch base? I'll try watch base. Watch base will help me. Yeah, this is the same movement in the Black Bay Fifty Eight. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, and this makes sense because this is a smaller watch. It's a slim down movement for, in my opinion, should be a slim down watch. Not it's like a thirty nine. Yeah, not like that fucking Riketta <laughs> release, a new big zero. Oh my God, the, the BB Fifty Eight came out. Four years ago. What, what happens with time? Is it just getting? Is this just us getting older? Time goes <sighs> so fast. <laughs> is this the? Is this the human condition that we're coming to terms with? It, the irony is, I just opened up a uh, you know the Hodinkee article mm-hmm. from that release back in 2018, and the ad for. Uh, the Hoodinky shop is showing you the old Tudor Ranger. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Good job, guys. Ace, real ace. That's good. Real ace. But yeah, I mean, it. It. I'm of the mind where I don't even think it's worth it, based on the impetus of an in-house movement. 
kind of I'm just after our conversation. I'm interested to keep an eye on this MT540 from this mm. this this movement from Tudor because I I like this application of it. Like we need this to specifically facilitate a smaller a slim down case. Oh, where else can we possibly? So like I think that's kind of cool, but like I don't know. <clears throat> I think <clears throat> excuse me. You know what is funny we haven't talked about? It. What about in-house quartz movements? How many in-house quartz manufacturers are there? Oh. I mean, at that point, we're just talking about the high-accuracy quartz people, I feel like. Because no one makes a shitty in-house quartz <laughs> movement. Well, I mean, you have... Um... <clears throat> you got the Breitling thermocompensated, blah, 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 quartz movements. Those things are fucking awesome. Well, you're talking about high-end. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking like Rhonda... Uh... Where that's you not, can, that's not in-house. I mean, Rhonda is Rhonda, right? Yeah, but they're a moving manufacturer. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, do they have watches? I wonder. Remember when we were at the um, was it the Hong Kong Washington Clock Fair where we just like really wanted like a floor model Miyota where it had Miyota on the dial? Do you remember yes. that? Yes, oh, I, st- I still do. I really want one too, actually. And I, 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 the lady did not want to talk to me. I kept asking her like, "Hey." How can I get this? I remember we, I remember, I think I made some comment or I asked and she was like, no. <laughs> like, that's not like, she's like, no, that's, you know, like, I'm like, I didn't ask this, I didn't ask to see a nude, like a nudie pen. I asked for like, how much, I'll give you $20 for, how much does it cost you to get these watches? It could not have cost you $20. You know what can I mean? We go, can we go back to Hong Kong yet? Is that allowed? I think it, I'm sure it's allowed. I think we'd have fun. I think we should go to Japan. That's right. That was the plan. That was that the plan was, after that was Hong the plan. Kong. That was the plan until the world took a fucking steamy shit over our plans in yeah, 2019. So <laughs> we were so ambitious. Okay. We still are. No one's going to stop us. But I think I think Japan would be... Can you, can you imagine our fucking dumbasses in Japan, dude? Come on. Our wives will be there just shaking their heads in disappointment the whole time. <laughs> Let's go into this camera building with like <laughs> Look 16 floors of like miscellaneous camera <laughs> products and some watches. We're going to get matching Seiko t- tattoos on our asses. We're going to get the Seiko wave. Has she has she warmed up to the Seiko wave? Absolutely not. Every time I kind of pseudo bring it up as a joke, she's just like, no. Sorry, I didn't realize you had gentry over my body. Like I thought my body was my body, but apparently this is not, it's not my body. <laughs> He's my wife, dude. Oh my god, it was so funny. We went axe throwing with some friends, and um, like at the end, like the, we had like an instructor with us. At the end, the instructor's just like, just like, all right, you know, pair up. We're gonna do like a sudden death throw, and whoever gets the best like spot on the dartboard like wins. And you gotta make a bet with another person. And like mm. people were like, oh, you know, oh, I'll bet you a beer, or blah blah blah, or I'll bet you like dinner. And then, and then Becky was my partner. And then, you know, we went up there and uh, the guy's like, all right, did you two make a bet? And we're just like, oh, yeah, we're thinking about it. And then as he walks away, he whispers in my ear. He goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, yo, man, butt stuff, butt stuff. And I'm just like, what? He's, he's whispered, yo, man, butt stuff, butt stuff. He wanted me to bet butt stuff as part of the competition with my wife. As in, like, if I win, we somehow just, like, get into butt stuff. And like he's like, yo, man, bust up, bust up. And he walked away, and I'm like, that's my fucking wife, dude. Like, oh if, my god, if, dude, what? If butt stuff wasn't on the menu 
15 years ago when we met. It's not on the menu now. All right. No. Yeah, dude. It was hilarious. Uh. I'm just like, I, and my thought driving home was like, how often does he do that? Does he do that to everyone? You know, is it like always one person? They're like, oh, my bus up, bus up. You know? I turned to him like, it's my fucking wife, dude. Like, that's like, that that, sh- that shit was, if like, a, if it's not happening now, it's not happening ever. All right. Maybe he has like an Instagram, like a, like a comedy bomb, like, <laughs> like butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff jokes. First of all, I can't stare my wife in the eye and say, I bet you butt stuff. Like, there's no, this like, <laughs> can we at least try to like, like pretty it up? Butt stuff? <sighs> what am I, what am I, 19? <clears throat> Come on, dude. I should get a kick out of that. I forgot to talk oh, about that. Man. <laughs> That's really funny. What stuff? It's my fucking wife, dude. Come on, man. <sighs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I want to go back to Tudor for a okay. second. Yeah. All right. What's up with Tudor? <laughs> so it's a great <clears throat> show. Oh my god. <laughs> so we have. Uh, so we have that that uh, the fifty eight movement that we just talked about that's in the yeah. new Ranger. So, um, how many uh, how many tutors now have just like ETA movements? Is it just so? I ask you because you were looking at the BB thirty six for a while. Is yeah. that is that actually ETA? Like, is that still? Is. Let me still. I'm pretty sure it is because I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, that's cool. That makes me like it more." You know what I'm saying? Let me double check. Or it might be like a modified ETA with like a Tudor rotor or some bullshit or whatever, you know? Uh, Tudor caliber T6000. Let me see. Oh, shit. No, fuck. Is this? Oh, it's a 2824. I mean, that's, that's kind of rare for Tudor these days. Pretty sure. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm t- before I rec- uh, rec- Yeah. Okay, so it's potentially a mod. So the base is either the Eta two eight two four or a Solita SW two hundred. Yeah. So I, I, I still think that's kind of cooler than the the new Ranger, if you I ask think me. That's fucking cool. Like I I I like I said, like I kind of just tune out if something's in house. I like the fact that this is a two eight two four. Um. So if I did, buy, I'm not gonna buy the block for thirty six. Eh, maybe I will. Let's see. Let's see when I retire if I can make it to fucking retirement age. If I bought the Black Bay 36, I would feel really good knowing it had a 2824. Like, I wouldn't feel like, and I'm this is going to sound extreme, but this is what we're talking about. I wouldn't feel like less of a watch collector because I didn't have an in-house movement. No. Which sounds fucking ridiculous, but I think that's the mental gymnastics that folks fucking like play with themselves. Like, oh, I just, I have to buy something in-house, so, I, so I'm like... I'm more authentic of a watch collector. So people like, oh, that guy, oh, that guy means business. He got it. He has the in-house blah, 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 or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Is is there a moment though when in-house becomes worth it? So I'm thinking, uh, I mean, like, you, yeah, I mean, if you're buying like a two hundred thousand dollar, right? Exactly. So it's something like, crazy. <laughs> is it? So is it? Does it? Is it cool when we're talking like I don't know, Datagraph, for example? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> I think but the thing is I think at that point the watch doesn't need the in-house movement to be cool but at a certain price point you kind of expect it to be an in-house movement. Yeah. Like really you guys are charging me this much and uh you didn't make it. 
It's like a fifteen dollars Swiss Ronda quartz in there. Yeah, exactly. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. At at a certain point, you just like yeah, like anything in one of those like ultra luxury urology motherfuckers. So like the crazy MBNF bastards. Like like yes, I'm expecting like if I fucking open this thing and it's like a wind up Hot Wheels, I'm gonna be really fucking annoyed. Like this better be like an in house. No. Like someone must have died to make this fucking watch. You know what I mean? Sorry, was the first thing I could think of was like a Hot Wheels. I know, I know, I know, Hot Wheels are wind up. Please don't send me your fucking emails. It's just the first thing I could think of. <laughs> Philippe Dufour is just trying to keep up with his orders. And he's just like, he's <laughs> just sticking toy gears in there. He's like, ah, this <laughs> fucking work. Oh man, no one's gonna know. Who's gonna open this watch? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Just ripping like train engine, like like toy train engines out, and just like shoving them away. Like ah, fucking here you go. Fucking why? I make fifteen watches a year here. Half of them are train parts. Do you think next year we'll make it to Monaco? Why would we go to Monaco? I don't know. There's like like fancy watch event stuff that happens in Monaco. I'm I'm just trying to like. So we're what is it? It's 2022. 2022. Yep. Started in 2016. Never been to Basel. Never gonna get to go to Basel now. I mean, we can still go. There'll be nothing there. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like... Oh, why don't we like... Oh, why don't we like Urban Spelunk in the old Basel building? Is it like abandoned with like leaky pipes and like rocks and shit now? Or I don't think so. I think they still use it for like random conferences. Oh, well fucking okay. That's not fun. Like I thought it'd be really cool to like urban, like urban cave dive. I don't know, like yachts or something. (laughs) Can we still go to try to like urban cave dive? Or can we go? Oh my god! Can we go to Basel during like the regular like 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 what the weekend would have been, and then just be really upset that like Basel like the watch event isn't happening? Can we like pick a fight with the ticket person in the front? I th- I think that would be fun. Especially what do you mean? If- this is a super soaker expo. We're here for the fucking Basel world. <laughs> like, ugh. We flew all the way from America. You know what I mean? It's just like, who the fuck are these idiot nerds <laughs> losing the shit because they don't know how to fucking Google Basel World 2022 or 2023 uh, in this case. We are going to go somewhere, but it, it can't be somewhere. I want to go somewhere cool, man, but I want to go somewhere cool because we decide it's cool. You know, talking about in-house stuff, mm-hmm. um... I guess my last question is, is there a point where the tech is so like interesting and entertaining and worth it that you just like actually pay more for it? So I'm thinking, um, we talked about going to, going to Japan. So this, this came to mind. So like, what about like spring drive or something like that? Like you can't get that anywhere else I, I, or, or, or nine F, you know, like I, I feel like, I feel like that's so like spring drive and nine F stuff like that. That's kind of, those are things that are just, I don't know, still to me worth it because I would pay more for spring drive. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Because the reason it's special is not because it's something that Seiko made that no one else, it's, they didn't make a regular mainspring escapement movement 
of their own particular breed, the same sort mm-hmm. of like mainspring escape movement that everyone else has, they made a proprietary movement on a whole different sort of energy source like level. Like it's actually new technology. It's yeah. not just newly envisioned technology. It's actually fucking new technology. I would pay more for that I'll, uh, all day. Uh, yeah, I'd pay more for an in-house Seiko spring drive movement than I would for like an in-house tutor movement. Yeah. With a broken date wheel. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, I've been there. Um, <laughs> and I, I would say actually like we've been, we've made fun of them before, but you know, it seems like the Accutron, like the new Accutron stuff is really taking off. It is actually really cool. That's the one with like the little static electricity turbines, right? Yeah. That's fucking cool. I mean, that is really cool. I think we just made fun of it for the price. We did. Yeah. It's it's very expensive. What what is it now? It's like it's like it was like five thousand bucks or something, wasn't I don't know. it? Yeah, something like that. The thing was you know what's funny about spring drive is they're getting more expensive, I feel like. I feel like spring drive movements because Seiko knows, I think I think they're getting more expensive. Let me see. I need to get the nine F uh quartz GMT before they realize that it's could, very cool. We could be nine F quartz bros, bro. Yeah, I know. How cool would that be? I love my Grand Seiko. I love my Grand Seiko. You're so cool, Kaz. <laughs> That's such a good watch. It's just like... <laughs> I look at it and I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine now. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing... Like, between between my Nine of Quartz, the Omega Seamaster, my Christmas Chrono, the Big Zero, and my Seiko SNK, I'm kind of okay. Like, I'm kind of doing okay. Like, I don't... I was talking to somebody from the Slack recently, just like mm-hmm. a candid offline conversation nice. where the hope was to ruin you with the, uh, the Seamaster. <laughs> in what sense? Like it, in like, uh, in like, Oh, like Kaz is going to break into like the luxury realm with an Omega. <laughs> and he's just, he's just going to go like nuts. He's going to start buying tutors. He's going to start buying Omegas, like all this kind of stuff. And, and then you just buy you, you. All you did was buy the nine F, uh, the GS, and that's it. You've you've been kind of sitting there. That motherfucker doesn't know me very well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Now it's just it. Um, <clears throat> whenever I look at a watch purchase, I always do the. Do I? Because uh, I'm because you know I'm, I'm family planning and we're talking about kids and everything like that my thought process is always okay I could spend three five six thousand bucks on a watch or I could take three five six thousand bucks pay off some of my debt so in case I die young my fucking child doesn't inherit it yeah or my wife doesn't inherit it in the so face hard. of death watches are really stupid yeah so hard to be a good human <laughs> So if you get healing when there's when the world is just a wash with spring drives, why can't I see the spring? Show me the spring drives, dude. I'm trying to find collections, sports, elegance. No, I want to see collections by movements. I still find nine F a little bit cooler. Like I would get that uh, that GMT. That well, there's S- something so there's something so funny about the nine F quartz because why? Yeah, it's a it's a quartz movement. You're not going to impress the majority of fucking like, like weak willed watch nerds. Like you'll certainly impress some people, but the majority of people are not going to be fucking gobsmacked by how well you over engineered this quartz movement. 
it was literally one of those things where let's over-engineer this quartz movement because we think it would be really cool and it's important to us. Like us as the brand, like like you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's and so I just I don't know I I think it's just so fucking cool. I still love my um I have a Grand Seiko Quartz review on the site. I still love it because I go into all of like the little nitty gritty with the uh, with the technology. If you Google Grand Seiko Quartz, you'll see my review. And I go into all the like little nitty gritty with the technology, and it's just it's just so fucking cool in this mm-hmm. nine of Quartz, like what they did and like you gotta get one, man. All the cool kids, all the cool kids are huffing glue. Glue's coming back, bro. <laughs> Gotta do it, man. I know. I would get the uh, the black one. <clears throat> That's so cool. The SBGN zero zero three, I think. SB. Let's see. Is this the one that Jason has? Yes. And I'm very jealous. <laughs> very, very jealous. Oh, this one is so. This one is so you. I don't say that very often about anyone. This one is know, right? so you, bro. <clears throat> and like, if you think about the watches that I have now versus the watches that I, you know, dream about or whatever, like, do I really need anything after that if I do get that? That's that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's what happened after the nine of quartz. Like, yeah, there's watches that I think are cool and that I think it would be fun to have. But if I'm actually looking at my everyday wearing experience, what the fuck? fuck do i need like what could i possibly need <clears throat> maybe when i visit you i'll have one of these let's see man oh this is so cool we have photos see. now are these still for sale i'm trying to find one on say japan are they not I, I don't think they'll be there but they're still for sale they're not limited or anything is it this one sbgm 247 no, oh, SB- no, this is this is automatic. Ugh, you know, SB- <laughs> <laughs> SBGN 003. That's the one I want. That's how you know. That's how you that's- know we're court supremacists when we're like automatic. Ugh, so yeah. true. That's 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 also the one that Steve from uh, Raven Watches has. Oh, we yeah. we actually when we met up with him, like again back when the world was normal, mm-hmm. uh, he he had this one. So you want the one with the bezel. You don't want the one with this fixed smooth bezel. Because I found one with the fixed smooth bezel. You want the one with the was it a twenty-four hour bezel? No, I want what I want the one with the fixed uh stainless steel bezel. Stainless steel with the yeah. twenty-four hour Yep. Okay. SBGN 003. That's cool. This thing is pretty cool. Where the fuck can you buy this thing, dude? Would you buy it new or would you buy it used? Uh you know, I I might try to I, I might try to walk into the AD and uh, so there's an AD for these in Seattle, and I might just say so. Th- this was the trick that I did for the uh, the IWC recently. I said, well, you know, this this is really cool, but the watch came out. So what I I bought it, um, <clears throat> yeah, I bought it last year. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, this watch came out in 2019, so it's pretty old, you know. It's not really. Oh, like I remember the hot new stuff. So yeah, I mind tricked them. Yeah, can you give me a discount? So I, I might, I don't know, I might try to do this with with that watch. Also, folks at home, allows me. folks at home, don't be embarrassed by asking for a discount if you walk no. into a brick and mortar. No, like they won't think of you as less of a watch collector. You have nothing to prove to them. Fuck them, being like, oh, this is really cool. You know what can you do on the price or hey is there any room on this yep <clears throat> could save you a few hundred bucks or more yep. depending on the situation yeah you know? 
or more especially if you're like out of town and you ship it ship it back home mm. it save a lot yeah that's too true that's so funny though i remember when you're telling me about that <laughs> man uh i got my grand seiko quartz from um say japan i told that story on air before most folks have heard that if you haven't go listen to all the episodes and you'll find that eventually you'll, you'll find the story somewhere but yeah i um i think i might be done I might be done for a long time. I want to pay off a lot of my fucking student loans. Honestly, that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially right now and just the climate. Like I want to pay off a ton of my student loans. I really want to have a nice financially sound just perspective before. I mean, as I haven't before, but like as my future children, you know, fucking fingers crossed, like, grow up and shit like I just don't want to be a knucklehead dude I'm mm-hmm. so fucking afraid of being a knucklehead I mean yeah. especially if you're if you're moving into like the 30 year home like you said like yeah dude you know. this is the forever home as far as I'm concerned yeah that's it like you're there uh, after that you just like knock out debt after debt and just exactly you know eventually you just have the mortgage and that's you know that sucks also <laughs> like having that's a mortgage so pay that shit off as fast as I can in the yeah. ball crushing mortgage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I know. So it's just like in the face of all that, like fucking like buy a watch. I have fantastic fucking watches already. Especially after a nine F Grand Seiko in house movement. So <laughs> so I guess finally some I don't know. Not don't not even try don't even Okay. I'll not just all, don't even try to wrap this episode up because I don't know how to recap. Well, no, I guess not. Not all in-house is created equally. That's what I was gonna say. Exactly, one hundred percent. I apologize for interrupting you. Not no, all fine. in-house is created equally. Like, do you, what was that? Someone's playing music outside. I don't know why. <laughs> Empty your latrine over them, or whatever, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what year it is. You're. <laughs> I should have a latrine in this office. <laughs> considering how busy Empty. I get sometimes. Empty your chamber pots. Upon ye minstrel. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, cheaper pot. Who the fuck's playing music? Uh, That's so like live music or like a like a like a like a, like a CD or some shit. I think it was a car. Like I have. Oh, neighbors. that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I, oh sorry. I live next <clears throat> to a farm, so they they ha- they like do whatever they want. Hmm. I thought like I thought you had a neighbor on the on, like next door to you who walked out in their patio and started playing like Wonderwall on their acoustic guitar or something like that. And I was no, saying, yeah, empty no. your chamber pot in that motherfucker. No, All right? no. yeah, that I would do. <laughs> I wonder if I can find chamber pots on eBay now. Dude, whatever whatever bucket you shit into is a chamber pot. That's true. Like a chamber. <laughs> Just find like an old Home Depot bucket. And just and just write ye old chamber pot on the side of it and like Sharpie and like boom, chamber pot. You're chamber potted. Oh? Added to the Amazon wish list. <laughs> Your OnlyFans wish list. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a great show. I love doing this show. <laughs> I'm glad we, we did this. It, it was such a busy weekend. We, we couldn't record. And it's I, been a crazy I, couple of weeks. All of the cool websites were doing stuff. They were like, "Oh fuck in, the other websites in Europe!" Like with the new Tudor Ranger and Kaz and I were just here, like 
we're keeping recording a, so. we're keeping it real man yeah it's true do you have any idea how much it's such a fucking pain in the ass to like so you got lucky you when you went to Vale I would imagine that's the best version of getting flown somewhere because anything else probably just seems like a lot of work mm. yeah I will say that Oris um so because Oris USA is such a small like centralized team they worked really really hard to like get everybody out there and they did they did a great job but i can just judging from like some of the other stuff we've done with brands like mm, there's not that many people i can pull that off (laughs) i'm still pissed i could still pissed i couldn't go next year man we should we should go next year oh we can get matching we can get matching oris tattoos on our ass we should we can get a couple's massage I just really that would be fun where we like hold hands like on tables next to each other and be like everyone everyone will walk by like oh that's really sweet that's the two broke washing offs and like, live yeah. live stream a couple's massage I think that's good for for Patreon <laughs> not for our marriages probably but for Patreon <laughs> I'm sure that would be fantastic it's no we we can request dudes yeah so just yeah. like all dudes yeah <laughs> listen I just want nine dudes in the room. That'll just make me feel a lot better. It's like, oh, yes. okay, I don't know if we can fi- find me nine dudes to stand in the room with me while I get a massage. Like, all right, Jesus, dude, fine. Fuck. This guy's Damn. some kind of emotional baggage. <laughs> and we're in an hour and a half. <laughs> I don't want to go. Don't make me go back to real life. This was I'm, fun. I'm so meek and quiet in real life. I'm really not meek and quiet in real life. <laughs> oh, Michael. I don't really, yeah, not all in-house movements are created equal. So I've learned a lot. I've learned to maybe be a bit more accommodating when I think of in-house movements. I shouldn't just blanket shut down when I hear in-house movements. And I should realize some of the things I love are actually in-house movements. My my 9F Quartz in-house movements. Spring Drive in-house movement. That might be it. I'm sure I can think of more. You know what I mean? Um I like the citizen um, like zero zero one stuff and like the zero and like all, all the high accuracy court stuff that the the citizen um, mm. product line does and everything. I think those are a ton of fun. Yeah, and I think um, <clears throat> I think the one that I have to look into more is the Panerai because that Pam triple seven I purchased it in twenty nineteen. And the guy was like, oh, you should take it in two years later to service for the first service. And I was just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that one's apparently in-house and it's been really, really good, really good. So well, isn't there a bunch of controversy with Panerai and their in-house movements? Yeah. Well, I mean, the same goes for the IWC, the IWC that I talked about. So like the, 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 both the Panerai and the IWC, like folks are just like, well, how in-house are those movements? Right. So I don't know. I have to. That's like part two of this episode, really. See if you can, um, whoever you take it to, ask them if they, if you could take photos or if, if they can take photos and show you. That way you can at least look at it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, that looks like you know, an in-house movement. Or, oh, that looks like a blah, 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 or whatever. I, I want to fly back to Florence and be like, hey, here's my watch. It's time for the time for the servicing. Like... I mean, why you, that's why don't you that, do it in front of me? <laughs> that's some, that's some, that's some, that's some hanging watchdog shit. Like you could totally find someone here in the United States. I think. Oh no, maybe they might just say. Actually, you can make a fun vacation out of it. Actually, I'd have to go to Seattle, honestly, because that's the only. Um, oh, you must just go to Florence at that point. Totally. Yeah. You're, same. <laughs> same distance. <laughs> if you're going to fucking, if you're going to Seattle, ugh, just 
just just go the rest of the way. Just go the rest of the way. So true. So true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Michael, is it that sad time? (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to (laughs) go. It's only Monday. This feels like a Friday. It feels like you 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 made today feel like a Friday for me. Unlike sorry the sorry the birds are so loud. I only heard them once in a white. I don't. I don't. I mean, like, be thankful you're attracting birds. That's cool, man. You can talk to the creatures. They can't talk to shit. You know what's so oh. funny? <laughs> so my wife woke up this morning, and so we have to we have to open up the windows uh, overnight because it's very hot. Oh, and okay. in the Pacific in the Pacific Northwest, we don't have central AC. Right. So you have to plan as the days go on, and uh, you have to let in as much cold air as you can. And she was like, oh, I woke up today and I felt so dirty because I feel like I, I smelled like a barn. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't, I don't think you're that dirty, honey. Like, we live next to a barn. Yeah, you're probably just smelling outside. <laughs> you're smelling the outside. <laughs> How sweet, though. She immediately assumed she was the smelly thing in the room. It's like, no, it's the actual the, barn next door. The, the cows and the horses next door. <laughs> I like how I like like I had to preface the 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 abnormalcy of not having central air. For folks that don't know, Michael and I are from Florida, where it's basically a fucking war crime to not have yeah. central air here in yeah. Florida. So sure. I'm glad I'm glad you prefaced that and let everyone know that you don't have central air <sighs> in in Washington. What a mess! Yes, and let's do this. Let's let the kids go, and then you and I can wrap up offline and figure out our next venture to broke nudie watch snobs and then um we can see where fate takes us yeah 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 that sounds, that sounds good all right well here you start closing it out and i'll i'll wrap it up <laughs> thanks for listening guys my name is mike and this is kaz you have been listening to broke watch snobs later